Hello, all you loyal listeners of Rage Against the Mainstream podcast. Bill here. What I have for you today is John King's from the band To Us Below. They are a band out of Los Angeles, California. Um, recently became a fan of these guys while, you know, I was researching to interview John here. And um, yeah, man, I've had the opportunity and pleasure to sit down with him and, you know, shoot the shoot the breeze with him shoot the shit and um at the end of this episode here we have a uh, nice little song for you guys um courtesy of to us below but uh yeah without further ado here we go welcoming to rage against the mainstream for the first time our new friend from the band to us below john kings hey guys how you doing welcome to the how you show. doing bill thanks for having me man oh not a problem man i I actually just discovered you guys, uh, obviously, as I was talking to Kayla and everything, and um, I'm surprised I, I haven't heard of you guys before, because you guys kick some serious ass. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. That really means a lot. Especially for a three-piece band with no bass player. <laughs> Dude, it's been, it's been kind of hard trying to find a basis that that kid like i'm not saying holy shit like we were playing uh, the most complicated stuff but we're having a kind of hard time finding a guy that can play and we've we've been to like a lot of shows just trying to recruit some guys and we've had um countless auditions for bassists and everything but it looks like we finally found a guy and we're auditioning him as we speak. And uh, we're about to go in for our third rehearsal now with him uh, today, later today. So hopefully, hopefully it, it, it gets, it gets to, we complete the, the vision that we have with, with a four piece on the basis. Awesome. Um, so yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess depending on how today goes, it's going to depend whether or not he's in, correct or no, or if you guys already <laughs> made up your mind. Well, it looks it looks like we're all we're all pretty on board. Um, we just we just want to want to get to see if he can uh, play the rest of our of our set and how we pretty much gel with him and on our like everyday life and everything like that to so hang out with him. So. We still want to hang out with him and go out and like get a couple drinks or something like that, just to, to talk more with him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because there's it, not only is it does the person have to be able to play their instrument and play the music, but you're also going to be in confined spaces with this dude or chick for long periods of time. And, oh yeah. And if you don't mesh, then uh, you know, then what's yeah, the point? exactly, man. It, it gets a little sometimes like it gets a little weird and I've been, I've been in other bands where it's just like everyone's, everyone's on board and everything, but there's just one person where like, it's not, we're not on the same page and it's just, it gets a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't, we don't really want that to happen. Dude, we've all been in bands like that. <laughs> and, yeah, man. <laughs> and for some reason or another, we may or may not have been that may or may not have been that one person. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> and I, I didn't. I, I didn't say that. maybe. Maybe that person was me. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm not with that band anymore, or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess let's start this from the beginning. For those of you right. that, for those of our listeners 
that may or may not know who you are. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, who are you? What do you do? Well, my name's John Kings. Uh, I'm the guitarist and vocalist, like you said, for the band To Us Below. Um, we pretty much, I'm from, I'm from Arizona and I moved out to LA about four years ago. And, uh, when I moved out here, I just, I, I did the whole cliche thing about like, oh, I'm just going to go like start this music career that I want to do. I dropped out of college and, uh, I just went, I took the chance. I didn't know anyone out here. So I just came out here and there, I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you've heard or anything, but the band uh, children of Bodom was going to have Alexi more specifically wanted to do this big project on in Finland called the a hundred guitarists from hell. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard and that. yeah. So I, once I moved out of here, I was like, you know, like, like, let me, let me give this, give this a shot. So he pretty much sends you, sends you riff, uh, kind of half a song and you, you basically record yourself trying to play this song. He doesn't, he didn't tell us anything. He just sent us a video and was like, play this song and send it back to me. So I did that exact thing and I sent it back and like a couple, couple of days later, I got the, the email that, that I was in. Oh, that's so awesome! They're like, so they're like, yeah, we we, we want to bring you out to to Helsinki and uh, have you play this this big project that Alexi's trying to do. So I was super psyched, and obviously, like, like it was such a big thing that I I kind of wanted uh, I kind of wanted to find something when I first moved out here because it was I didn't have any friends, I didn't have anything, you know. So I was trying to look for that. So, um, so finally we did that, all that, and then I, I documented it. I did everything to try when I got back here to make my start getting people for my, for the band that I wanted to make. Yeah. So with that, everything, everything went well. And for, I got a little bit of recognition, I started getting a little bit of recognition, a little more followers on, on Instagram, on Facebook and things like that. And I was like, you know what? Let me start recording a lot of YouTube videos and do all these things to get out. I wasn't really a social media guy, yeah. But because how everything just changed, I was like, and I'm 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 25, so like I should be like a social media dude, and like like I, I should I should know more than I know about social media. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like. I was like, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start making videos, do covers. So I started doing covers of songs that had just come out. So the first song that I, one of the first songs that I did was uh, Fatal Illusion by Megadeth when they first released that track. They released it and I did the cover in like a couple hours and I posted it and I was like, all right, like this is going to be dope. And yeah, like, that was my idea of getting, because if you did a cover of like fucking Master of Puppets or Holy Wars or things like that, yeah, like everyone has those type of things <laughs> and it was, it was never going to get any views. So you just recorded it and you waited for Dave Mustaine's call. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, Dave, send me, send me for illusions. So I can start learning this shit, you know? <laughs> so I did that. 
and uh, I started getting uh, pretty good, pretty like a lot of views and pretty good, like the subscribers started going up and Instagram started popping. And that's how I basically met uh, our drummer, Merrill. Uh, he, he contacted me. He saw one, he saw, I, I believe he, he saw one of my ads that I had put on uh, Craigslist. And he was like, yeah, I saw like all your videos and I saw this ad and like, I, I can't believe you're in the same city as me. Like, is it cool? Like, do you want to get together? So I was like, yeah, obviously. Yes. So I had played with a couple other drummers before. And, um, like, like I was saying right now, we didn't really gel. It didn't really get well. So finally, when I met Meryl, uh, it looks like we, we were both in the same place we had the same vision he came he was coming from vermont uh so he didn't really know anyone here as well he was like having he was living with his roommate that he didn't even know so he was like dude this is this is what i want to do like like do you want to we just pretty much talked in the beginning we didn't even play and um the next time we played i found out i mean he was amazing he was this amazing drummer that knew and all these things about any everything that I things that I didn't know about music or things like that that he knew. So I was like, okay, like we we kind of go hand in hand together. So That's we awesome. started playing a lot. We started playing a lot and making songs and doing this. And I was like, okay, we need we need to find we need to complete this thing. We need to find a bassist and a, and a guitarist. And I'll I'll I'll, I'll sing. You know, I, I've always I've always liked singing. I was. My my heroes were Dave, like I said right now, Dave Mustaine and James Hetfield and all these guys that played as they should be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so so I I always gravitated towards being the singer as well. So thankfully, uh, our other guitarist uh, Jonathan he saw a video of one of my covers of Kill Switch Engage on YouTube that I had done. And uh, he sent me uh, an email and he was like, yo, like, I, I know that you're doing this band. Uh, I would like to come and audition for you guys and, and do all this. And I had gotten a lot of those emails before. So I, I started telling them to send me something before I got to meet them because it was a lot of like wasting time on doing that with a lot of people. Yeah, you know, um, some kid shows so, up with his Ibanez Geo and his Line Six ex- Spider Two. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> <laughs> with their with their, with the Metal Zone uh, pedal and everything, <laughs> and it was just it was just pretty bad. <laughs> so so I I told this I told him the same thing, and he sends me uh, out of all the songs. I mean, like I said right now, one of my heroes is, is, is Dave, and Megadeth is my favorite band. So out of all, out of everything, he sends me him playing Tornado Soul. Oh shit! So I was like, so I was like, all right, like this is one of the greatest solos of all time. Let me see if this fucking guy can can do this. So yeah, he played it and he played it awesome. So I instantly was, oh my god, like have I actually found the guitarist that we're looking for? <laughs> because I I wanted it was. I wanted someone that didn't necessarily play like me so we can do different things together, you know, so we can make something as a band and make something uh, that we all could incorporate incorporate in and everything. And, and 
that was him. Like he, he basically plays the same style as me and we have the same vision and everything, but he's on a different, he's on a different like type of, of guitar playing that I'm not in. And I'm not, I'm not a different one that he's not in. So we, we gel really well and we were able to create this, uh, what we think is this amazing music that we're trying to get to the masses, you know, and, uh, that's, that's where, that's where we're at right now. We, like I said, right now we were playing, we're, we're playing now finally with, with the basses. We were playing with backing tracks that we didn't, we didn't really, we hadn't found a, a, a guy that can play it, like I said. Yeah. So we recorded our, we recorded our bass tracks ourselves and that's, that was the only thing that was coming out of the PA. That's all, always been the only thing, uh, just a bass so you can hear the the rumble you know in in the live setting because without a bass i mean it, it sounds really weird <laughs> it sounds like something's missing all the time well so see we, you know people we were, always assume like oh it's just the bass player just the bass player but <laughs> bass player is a major um, definitely a major part to a metal band oh yeah oh yeah man like it, it's it's amazing how much uh a bass player makes like a difference like and i didn't like you said, I didn't know that until I started recording my own songs and 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 being interested in 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 the recording aspect of everything, which we we now do, and we've always we, we pretty much just got. It. That was the other good thing about Jonathan was that he he was also like me, like he liked recording his own stuff and he liked doing everything himself. So we learned a lot like trial and error by recording stuff. And I found out like, I mean, that's when I found out how important a basis was on putting, on making songs sound great and not just like you chorus. Yes, exactly. And the bass is like everything now. Like I can't, that's the one thing that I sometimes, I sometimes even look for like a bass tone for hours and hours before I, go into like trying to get my my guitar tone that i kind of want for this track and i that's that's pretty much how i sit <laughs> it's kind of funny like how you evolve as a guitar player too i i've been playing guitar for years and uh i remember being you know like the 16 17 year old kid plug it in and like yeah. you know turning up the treble all the way and cranking the mid so it's like yeah listen to this this is like ridiculous listen to how loud i am and then it's like, as you get exactly older and you start that. messing around with other stuff, then, you know, you start cranking the mids back a little bit. You turn the bass up and then exactly. and behold, then you get your James exactly. and your Dave tones. Exactly. And that's how, that's how I, I found out that I, I, like I would, I would go to these, to obvious, I was, I was that kid like going into the, the, the guitar shops and everything and like trying out amps. And having this horrible ass sound, like you said, just turning like the scoop mids and everything. I didn't have anything but gain. <laughs> it just sounded horrible, man. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> we already knocked out one of the questions I was going to ask you, but if you want to go in depth a little bit more, what got you into music? I know you mentioned Metallica and Megadeth. Well, my my uncle is the one that pretty much got all of our family into this type of music. Okay. So he, 
he was like a big, his number one band was Zeppelin. So I was, my uncle was really, he was uh, a big, I mean, he would always be, you know, because my family is, is a family. My grandma and their kids, my mom had seven brothers and sisters. So they're a big family, but not all of them basically get together. Not all of us get together for Thanksgiving or things like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. But he, he did. And he was that person that like was with us all the time. So he, he, he is, like I said, his favorite band was Zeppelin and he would listen to Pink Floyd and do all these things. Sticks was one of his bands as well. Boston. And uh, that was always around uh, the house. And every time I went to his house, so then I started gravitating towards that. And now other than obviously uh, then like my metal bands and everything like that, that's why I, my favorite band is Zeppelin. And it's like, because there was always Zeppelin in the house in his house and in my house, like, cause then my parents had the same thing. They would always be around that type of music. So that's when I that's when I started uh, gravitating towards that style of music when I was like seven, and at that time when I knew about that music, I was like, I need to I need to play guitar, you know. Like I saw Jimmy Page, and I was like, I need to play guitar. I need to I need to do this. And I my mom basically told me, like, if you want to do this, like, you really want to do this you got to do some chores. You got to do this. You got to do that. Mm -hmm. You got to make your own money to buy your first guitar. I was like, all right, like I'll, I'll do that. So I did everything. I was like, my dad like was a, a construction worker. So he, he would have me like, once he would go and do his own jobs at houses, he would have me dig these holes for him. And sometimes that, those holes didn't even, he didn't even need me to like dig those holes for him, but he's like, he would do it so he could give, so I could get some money and I could like do some hard work for that money. So, <laughs> so he, he, he made me do that. So I finally got my, the money I needed. I rounded up like $45, I think. And I was like, all right, let's go to this guitar store that uh, my local guitar store at the time. And, uh, the guitar that I wanted was $50. And, uh, I, Got all my coins. I did everything, and I poured it all in his desk and the in the in the cashier's desk. And he and he looked at me, and he's like, "You're a little short." And I was like, "What? Like really? Like?" And he's like, "Yeah, but um, but here you go, man. Like I've never I've never had this seven year old kid come up to me and like try to buy a guitar with pennies and quarters and <laughs> a lot of dollars and things like that." So he's like, "It's fine. Like take it." And I was actually not. Like, come to think of it, I didn't have, like, almost enough to the $50. I had, like, 30-some dollars. So I was missing, like, 20 bucks. And he gave it to me. Oh, that's so awesome. after that, man, after that, everything was is, is pretty much, like, I started focusing so much on trying to be a good guitar player. And I, I did everything to do. And my, my uncle, he played guitar. Um... But it was just like his hobby and things. So he showed me a couple things. He showed me, I remember the first riff he showed me was, was Unforgiven. Uh, and I remember playing that and I was like, this is so cool. Like, like I'm actually playing something like that's not, that's not just 
notes, random ass notes that I would play, like clang, 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 yeah, that you exactly. could hear all around the world. <laughs> so uh, he showed me that, and that's basically the only thing that he showed me because he, he, he told me the same thing. I don't know. My family's a lot about like you, you really have to work for things, you know, and that's, that's the way it should be that I, that I've liked that she's like, if you really like this and everything, like find a way to do it, like find a way to do it yourself and do everything you can to try and learn what you like, what you want or whatever. So that's basically all he showed me. And after that, I just, I just did everything myself. I looked, I started learning things by ear. I started like reading tabs and doing all these things. And I, my, my, just my guitar skills just started going up until I, I wanted, until I was like about 10 or 10 or 11, I found out that that's, that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Just play guitar and music and do all these things, you know? Yeah. I mean, it it just sounds like you had like a very, you know, supportive family as long as you kept doing what you were doing. And plus, I mean, you started in the right spot, man, with Zeppelin. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> exactly. That that was the that that's like how 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 like much better could it get to like the first your first guitarist idol to be fucking Jimmy Page, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like I I I that's what I was going that's that's what another reason why i play gibson pretty much because because of him and that's that i wanted to i wanted to do i played gibson and i played jackson because of of dave <laughs> so <laughs> i have the best i have the best the two of the guy i know that dave's a dean now and i do i did buy his his signature guitar when i was small when that when it came out i was like 15 or so and i was like i need that guitar so i bought it but uh but I, I was always like a Jackson guy before that because of, because of him and, and a Gibson because of Jimmy Page. Have you ever met Dave before? I've I've met him a couple times. Um, he did a, a. I bought when he came out with his book. Um, I went. He was doing like a book signing, and he went. I went over there and uh, I I I talked to him. Whatever they let you talk to him, which was like five minutes or so. Yeah, and. Uh, and it was everything that, like, you know how sometimes they say, like, never meet your heroes or things like that because you never know, like, how they're actually going to be and you might get discouraged and things. But he he was definitely all I all I expected it to be, you yeah. know? Like, it was it was so cool. I, I didn't know how to speak. Like, I didn't know what to tell him. Like, I, it was, it was amazing trying, meeting him at that, that, that time. And, uh, that was the first time. The second time that I met him was a couple of years ago here in LA at the whiskey. Um, and I, I met him, I met him there. I wanted him to sign my Dean. And that was, that's a, such a, a funny story. I, I actually got my, the Dean, I got it stolen at the whiskey when I tried getting him to sign it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I thankfully, thankfully, man, I have no idea how, but, we actually found the guy that took it. Uh, the the whiskey manager like like sends me a message and she's like, "Yo, like we found the guy with the with like credit cards and like of me knowing the person with the cameras. Like he comes in all the time, 
So I knew who he was, uh, and I we tracked him, and this is his Instagram. So I was like, holy shit. And, like, and I, I, I send him a, a message, and I'm like, yo, like, you have a warrant out, like, because he stole my guitar. Obviously, he didn't have a warrant yeah. out, but I, I was trying to just scare the shit out of him. So I, I told him that, and I finally get I get my guitar back, but that was that was uh, another story, another funny-ass story that we, we should tell. But, uh, but yeah, that was the second time that I met him, man, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, that, that, that kicks ass. <laughs> All right. So, um, going back to to us below, how does the songwriting process work for you guys? Because I mean, you're the vocalist and guitarist, so you know you're kind of like the two fourths majority. Yeah. Um. Basically, how I I basically have. I mean, I when I come up with something, it's usually either me or John with the first the first thing that that comes up like any any type of idea normally is it's me and him and we we basically i if i start writing something i just if i have an idea or anything i just start recording it and things just fall into place with with everything that i write first of all like obviously it comes up um it's obvious it's always with a riff or some type of riff idea with a guitar. Um, and uh, I recorded that, and I always try to... I always add the drums in, but because uh, I always have a beat for anything, any type of riff that I write. So I, I, I just can't help myself by by adding the drums as well. And in the beginning, Meryl was kind of hesitant about that because he wanted to write his own things, you know? And I was like, but I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, like this is like, I can't move forward with a song unless I know exactly how it's kind of going. Not exactly, but kind of just get the skeleton of the song. Yeah. So now, so what I started doing when, when he joined the, the band and everything, when he joined, when we both met, what I started doing was just getting the, basic most basic beat the structure that i wanted for drums and i would take it to him and just let him go wild and try to see what he could come up with come up with it that i because i'm not a drummer so i don't think like a drummer i I think like a guitarist so i try to write drums i write drums the way a guitarist would write drums so i i don't like that because he's a drummer and he knows things that i don't so what we do is basically I just do the the whole basic structure of of uh of the drums and have him go wild with it when we meet and we just take it out from there we then John John comes in and he gives his ideas but it's always it's always all of like it's always all of us trying to 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 incorporate and give and give our little our little taste of what, how we play and how we write. It's never just a single person, you know, cause I don't know. I've, I've always, you can't really do it yourself and everything. And, um, and it, it gives, that's, that's why we're a band, you know, cause, yeah, cause exactly. we all you work together. We all want to incorporate. Exactly. We all work together and we, we all try to give our best that we can. And that fits the song. So, um, so that's basically how, how it all goes down on the on the songwriting process. We sometimes meet 
Um, no, not sometimes. We meet around three and four times a week to, to practice. And sometimes off of those times, we some spark comes, some idea comes up there, and we all write together in the in our in the lockout in the in our jam session you know like that's some some songs have come up like that and um that's that's the we we just don't we don't want to really uh keep ourselves in a box and uh and try to write only a certain way so we, we try to get everything all the ideas that we can whenever we can nice what do you guys enjoy enjoy more or what do you enjoy more do you enjoy being on the road or in the studio writing and, you know, creating? Um, I think I would say, fuck, man. Yeah, I enjoy, I, it's, it's, it's funny because, I mean, I enjoy, I really enjoy creating something out of, out of nothing. You know, that feeling that you get of, of holy shit like this song's going somewhere and finally finishing it and having that gratification and that it's it's no it's like no other you know and but then making that and actually playing it live for an audience and seeing the reaction is also it's a different type of feeling and and i don't i don't i don't know if i would have to it's hard. It's hard choosing. I, I don't. I don't think I could. I think I enjoy. I enjoy both aspects of it. I enjoy seeing the people's reaction to something that we've worked uh, so hard to make. So I, I. I like. I like that. I like what how people are going to react to doing that, or how what makes what what does this song make someone feel when they're first listening to it live, or, or things like that. It, it's. It's. It's awesome looking at that you know all right well going well going off of that tell me about carry on your guys's newest single okay carry on was basically (laughs) that was basic that's the first song that i ever wrote and recorded and that was that's one of the songs that that still was still good enough to be uh in in the in our in our EP now, because obviously the first time that you write something like it's really it's not that good. It really necessarily <laughs> it's, not, it's really not. And I did write a lot of stuff, but I didn't I necessarily I didn't record it. You know, I was I was a little kid, uh, 10, 10 years old, just trying to write stuff. And obviously, they it was my first song ever was a song called The Bully. And <laughs> the 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 first time that I recorded a, a song was in I was studying at the U of A at the university and um, I was studying medicine and that's I did that because I um, my I was my family also was was always like I, I needed to get get good grades and do all these things so I always got good grades and once i graduated i was like i didn't just bust my ass doing all this to not go and just try it out and go to college and do something so i went over there and uh i just i I, it was everything was going well but it was just uh, music was my thing and i i didn't want to leave that behind and i noticed myself not playing guitar as much and not doing what i loved 
so I bought I bought a, a Pro Tools and I bought a keyboard and I did all these all these things to to record a song. So that was the song. Carry On was basically the song that came out when I first uh, tried recording something, and I and I recorded that at, at my dorm in at the at the university. And obviously, every every kid that was there hated me because I had my fucking PV sixty five hundred five with my half stack with my Marshall four by twelve, and <laughs> they weren't ready for all I that. Had it, <laughs> dude, I had it under my my bed because the bed was like kind of it was kind of a bunk bed, but under the bed was was where the desk was at, and that's where you kind of studied. So I took out the desk and uh, and I put I put the the half stack there and uh, that's where, <laughs> that's where carry on came the, the the riff idea and everything came came alive and I recorded everything there at the dorm and years went by and I uh, obviously I made more songs and I made I started recording more and more but that song was was. I don't know it was something it was something else something that the other ones didn't have and i the other ones i recorded after that one weren't as good as 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 the one i had made then so it was i was kind of like le- in this learning process of trying to figure out new sounds and recording things and all this so obviously after after carry on i made other songs and then and then finally like it was like like this is a really this is a good enough song. This is a good enough song and things like that. But when we released our when when it was time to release our EP, uh, we all simultaneously just like we all went like carry on has to be in it. Like that's 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 one of my that's Meryl said that's one of his favorite songs. Jonathan said it was also one of his favorite songs. So we worked on that one on together. So now because that was just basically me. And I, it, I didn't want it to just be me. Like I wanted to give, I wanted to see what their ideas were and what they would, what they could bring on the song. And that's basically what you hear now. That, that's, that's how it ended up being of a to us below song, you know, not, awesome. just, not just me. And they, they, they gave it, they gave it a, they gave it a new, a new sound, new, new, it, it totally, it just went another far beyond what I thought the song could go. And plus, if it didn't, you already had the demo version ready to go anyway. You just, you know, oh yeah, guys, that was great. And then just put out the old one. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, that's not, uh, they do all these, all this work and then just end up putting the the one that I recorded in my dorm. (laughs) This is the 6505 inside of a cinder block room (laughs) with super really good acoustics. Oh yeah, dude. It was it was just it was like a brick prison in my dorm, and it, it just you know the sound was not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so so you guys said you toured. Now, is there any plans, uh, you know, for the foreseeable future with being on the road or anything like that? Or are you guys uh, staying around the Los Angeles area? Oh no, man. Like we we. We we're trying we're trying to I know like I don't want to seem all fucking cliche, but we're really trying to 
conquer the fucking world and try to do all everything that we can. And I mean, our like, looking at, I used to look in uh, to all the documentaries of like Metallica and do these things. And like, you see how I was already, I was always attracted and to the way, so fascinated the way Metallica goes on the road. I mean, they released a fucking album and they're on the road for like years. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think they toured in the blackout for that. like four or five years. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was the the thing that I that I love saying because that was my first that was the first record that I actually bought the black album and so I looked everything into that album because that was the first album that I bought. So I, I saw how they made that album, how they toured that album, and I I saw that they would they toured for like four years, and I was like, how awesome is that to be around the world for? four fucking years and uh that's something that i always i've always wanted to do and that's what we're trying to do right now we're going where we 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 have some we have some festivals lined up which is something something that's pretty cool that i um we haven't we haven't really uh announced yet but it will be announced soon um we have some festivals lined up and we were we're trying to get a we're trying to get a tour together um, with a way bigger, bigger band than us, uh, and just for for some reason, I mean, everything everything just didn't didn't really work out. But um, but there's some talks with with another band, uh, another bigger band that that just makes sense, and it's gonna it's gonna be so cool. And once we once we try and finalize that, you know, but we are we're trying to, to hit the road and hit it hard, you know. Awesome. That's that that that's great. I mean, it's it sucks that you know you have to put in the work and the grind to actually get to that point, but it's exactly. just so much more gratifying when it actually comes to fruition. And you know, at the end of the day, you're like, I did this, not some you know YouTube plays or Instagram likes or <laughs> SoundCloud plays. Exactly, like, this man. is like the real deal shit. And it seems like you guys are like right on the track of like, you know, the greats like Metallica, Megadeth, you know, the big four, you know, grinding it out and just making it work. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank, I mean, that's, that's such a, an awesome compliment. And cause, cause I did see, I mean, I don't know if you ever uh, read also that like fucking Slayer on their first tour, they toured on fucking uh, Tom Mariah's Camaro. And yeah, they just hooked it on the yeah, dude, and it was it was because they were it was like this is what we want to fucking do. And we're gonna do it one way or another. So they yeah. they fucking they they did everything they could to do that, and that's kind of the mentality that we have, and that you're supposed to have. I mean, the fuck fuck like trying to be the a ri- the richest guy in the world. I just I'm just trying to play music and live off of this, and trying to pay my bills doing music like that. I don't I don't want to be I'm not trying to be this like rich dude or whatever because that's not that's not why I got into music. I got into because I, I loved doing this and this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. And I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna find a way to to do it, you know. And that's that's when I saw Slayer like doing that with their Camaro Metallica, doing going to New York and recording Kill 'Em All like all the way from San Francisco, like. Living that in a practice like, space, eating yeah. spaghettios that yeah. are given to them by anthrax. Like, 
<laughs> like, dude, this is like the thing. Like, you know, like, it, and at the end of the day, no one can ever take it from them, no matter how big they will ever get. No one could ever take from them that they didn't work for everything they had. Exactly, man. And that's that's also the the the, the thing that we enjoy that, that we like. I, at least I I really like the process of of doing this of of trying to get to that level. Trying to do. I love that hard work that you have to put in. I love that process of getting to that place. Like this is this, this, this is, it, it gets really hard sometimes, but, but I just, I, I love it. I, I love it because this is what I want to do. And this is what we all want to do on this band, you know, and we're going to do it one way or another. Yeah. That, like I said before, man, like that, it just goes, it just proves that, you know, you guys are, you know, following in the footsteps of all these greats and, you know, they say, uh, you know, hard work pays off. And I sure hope that's the case of you guys, because it sounds like you guys are really grinding your asses off. Oh yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Hopefully like, it really means a lot coming, coming for you guys. Now, um, how are you guys looking for, um, like another album or EP or whatever? Do you have anything in the works? Yeah. So, so right now what we, what we're trying to do is, we're just trying to we're gonna put out a lot of a lot of music videos out so on this on this EP it's basically I mean it's a, it's a four five song EP the first the first song is kind of uh, just like a like an intro so I don't I don't really count it as a full full song but so it's, it's a four song EP and one of them is it's a cover and uh it's it's five magics obviously by Megadeth, <laughs> and uh, I I had to do my the first EP had to be a Megadeth a Megadeth track so I was like I gotta do that so we did that so it's a three three original songs so we're trying to do for all three songs we're trying to put out music videos I, I love I love uh, visuals on on things and uh, it just it just I want to put out a song on how um, every every piece of uh, every track has its own thing. So we're just trying. We're coming up with with a lot of a lot of ideas for the music videos, and that's how Lost Lost for Ananda was one of the tracks, and um, we 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 put out the music video for it. But it was kind of it was like a live a live setting because because of the energy that track had. So I wanted you guys to see. I wanted the the, the fans and then the people to see how how it is to go to a to a to us below show, and that that song is just full of energy and full of this thing, this drive, and you can see that in the music video for for that song. Oh yeah, absolutely. So now for, that that was the first song I heard yeah. from you guys. Yeah, dude, and, and then you saw like this whole like the whole that 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 was recorded at the whiskey and uh the whole whiskey was packed and it was going people were like moshing and going ape shit for that so we it was one of the first times it was probably the first time that we played there at the whiskey for we opened for um for escape the fate and uh, that, that was a really cool that was a really cool opportunity to do because the 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 whiskey was packed so I wanted to I wanted to get that reaction because I know uh, the track and our songs and 
was going to get some type of reaction. So, and it did, and it, and it paid off. And uh, that's what we're trying to kind of go for um, with Carrie as well. I mean, Carrie is, Carry On is basically about me, uh, us doing like what we're talking right now, doing everything it is for music and the love that we have for music and nothing is going to pretty much uh, stop us on doing what we want with with this life and this like music life that we want, lifestyle that we want. And uh, nothing's going to take it, nothing's going to take it away from us. That's basically what um, the visuals for Carrie were, were about. Um, then we're going to release another music video for Fear Connected. And, uh, and once we do that with this EP, we have uh, uh, about three, three or four tracks done, recorded and everything. Um, but again, we're going to go with the visuals again. So we're, once that, once those songs are, are done, um, once the, the music videos are done for the EP, we're going to release the, a new track, uh, so, uh, later this year. We're aiming, we're aiming for August to release a new track, the new track. And that's when we'll announce, uh, the new, the, the, the new EP or album that's coming to come out after that. Awesome. Hopefully one of these days you guys can make your way over to the East coast here and I can wind up coming to it to us below show. Dude, talking to you just saying that, uh, well, like I said, uh, Merrill, Merrill is from Vermont. He's that's, that's, so the East coast is, is his thing. Uh, he's, he wants to, he wants to go and then, and do a, a tour over there. So even if it's just, it's just, clubs and things like that over there with just us so we're trying to he has his his parents and his dad was was a musician as well so he he's he's he plays he played over there a lot with with a lot of bands and things so he knows he knows people that um that can get us shows over there and things like that so we want to we're really trying to do that this year too dude so so uh We'll, we'll for sure we'll, we're, we're pretty psyched for that as well and we're hopefully we can see you we can catch you uh, at a show over there in the east coast yeah absolutely i mean from where this podcast is recorded we're about 25 minutes from philadelphia and probably about an oh. hour and 15 outside of new york city oh yeah you're you're right right there where we would want but we want to to hit the, the all the all those all those cities, you know, on the on the East Coast, starting in Vermont and then going to New York and Philly and all these other places. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, like I said, man, when you guys get the chance to come over, um, I'm definitely going to come out to one of your shows. I mean, I, I don't care if I got the drive out to New York, New York City or what, but you know, I will definitely be there when you guys come out here. Awesome. That's that's awesome, man. Thank you. We'll, 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 We'll definitely have uh, have some some merch for you guys for sure. Oh, right on! All right. Well, yeah, to conclude this interview, well, actually, there's two parts here. To conclude the interview section, what advice would you give to your younger self about getting into the music industry? <clears throat> what advice? I say, don't be. Don't be so afraid to to 
to give everything up for for music. And uh, that was something that obviously I feel like a lot of musicians and then and I had that it's just like, I mean, we're, we're just, uh, I had to, to do something like this. You have to give up, you have to sacrifice a lot of things. And, and that was one thing that I was, that was, I was kind of held back by. And until I, I said, you know, this is what I want to do. And I have to, I have to uh, just sacrifice all these things. And um, for the love that I have for playing guitar and, and, and writing music and doing this. So I would say, I would say that don't, don't be too afraid to, to let go and, and uh, pursue what you really love, you know? Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So now to conclude this interview, this is, this is your chance to tell everybody, you know, where they can find you. You know, this is your chance to plug yourself. Plus below is basically, I mean, you can find us on Instagram and uh, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Where you guys listen to music or just where you spend your time and everything is to us below. So at to us below and on any social media platform, any uh, Spotify, Apple music, whatever you guys got. I mean, we're, we're there. Um, we're about to, we're about to um, release some things on uh, a, like a fan, a fan base on our website. We're about to have that, that, uh, that um, uh, option for, for people to go in there and become a to us below official fan. And we'll get, we'll have contests about getting merch and things like that. Um, we'll be giving away merch and putting uh, some new, uh, behind the scenes on music videos, on songs, how we write a song, how we play a song. So everything it's on to us below.com. Uh, and that's where you'll find all our, all our information. Awesome, man. That's awesome. All right. Um, yeah, man, dude, th this was, a this was a really good interview, man. I'm glad I got the chance to talk to you. I mean, uh, not only, Thank you, to, you know, talk to a, fe a fellow metalhead and, you know, Metallica and Megadeth nut, but you know, just talk to an all around good guy. <laughs> Thank you, man. There's, it's, it, you, you, you see like talking to you as well. Like it, it just made it seem like, cause there's, I don't know. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, music. Don't really, uh, you don't really get that out of, out of other people. They don't really like talking or things like that. So I, I like, I like talking to you a lot, man. It was, it was dope. Awesome, man. All right. Well, everybody, this was John from To Us Below. Thank you so much for coming on, man. You're welcome back here anytime, dude. Thank you, dude. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, Bill. See you, man. Later. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that because I sure did. It was nice to talk to somebody that's, you know, out there grinding it and, you know, really chasing after their dreams and it's just nice to know that these kind of people still do exist as do all of the other musicians and artists that i've had the opportunity and honor to you know interview over the past few months here but yeah man um everyone check out uh to us below on social medias on youtube spotify you know wherever you download or stream music and before he left John had a message for you guys.
Hey guys, this is John King from To Us Below. You're listening to Rage Against the Mainstream, and this is Carry On.
So yeah, that was uh, Carry On by To Us Below. Um, once again, you can check them out on all their social medias at To Us Below. Um, if you have a band or you are an artist that wants to be spotlighted, wants to get the quote-unquote rage against the mainstream treatment, you can always contact us on our email at ratmpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on our social medias, Instagram and Twitter at ratmpodcast, and of course, our Facebook at facebook.com slash ratmpodcast. Hope you guys enjoyed all that. I definitely did. But until next time, this is Rage Against the Mainstream signing off. I'm Bill. Have a good night. Thanks for listening.